Yeah, man. <laughs> it's so right. like not loud in our headset. I know. <laughs> it sounds so stupid when we're like yeah. jamming out and it just like is super low. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Hey, welcome. Happy Tuesday, October 6th. That's a word. Sixth. Sixth. <laughs> uh, happy Tuesday. Welcome, Ten everyone. Uh, this is the second to third to last day, I guess. Second to last day? I forget how these days work. Tuesday. Second to last day of programming. Regular programming, I should clarify. Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday. Yep. Three. Three. I uh, hope you're all doing very, very well. I'm sure you guys saw that some exciting stuff went out this morning. Uh, we're going to be talking about that a little bit. Kind of a slow news day. We were like, oh, Can't find anything, dude. Where's like the interesting stuff to talk about? I'm like, well, I guess we're going to have to spend an hour just talking about how you guys are going on a road trip in two days. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I've got some news. <laughs> I've got one news item in there. You got some news items? Uh, after this, we're going to be doing, we're going to be finishing up our script read-through of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Cameron will be joining, joining us. Um, and because we're going to be, we're probably into finishing that like fairly soon it's only 20 pages that we have left uh after that we'll be doing i'm just going to spoil it now we're going to be doing a read through of the pilot episode of haunting on hill house hell yeah by mike flanagan which you have seen the pilot now right no not the whole thing you haven't finished the pilot no so i'm about to spoil it for myself Dun, dun, dun. serenity valley 84 just resubbed for 50 so months good. excellent show Hey, man. Thank you. Thank Welcome you very back. Much. 50 months. Good golly. That's four years and two months. That's, that's, a, crazy. that's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. Uh, so, yeah, Cameron will be joining us for that because we want to try to find something that we could finish. Yeah. I, I, we, Cameron suggested us doing Beetlejuice, but it was like 140 pages or something. Mm. And I know the formatting is doesn't exactly translate um, from like a final like a final draft doc to a like Google spreadsheet thing. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, maybe that's just too long. I don't know if like how. It, so I was like, let's just find a TV pilot, and Hill House sounded good. Uh, it's <laughs> the the thing that's so hard about these script read throughs is like the formatting is completely destroyed. So I had to like go through and reformat, which is why you know it was like a very last minute thing and trying to figure that out. But it's done. It's ready to go. So we'll be reading that when we finish Nightmare on Elm Street tonight. And then it's the uh, finale of Balboa Cantrip Academy. And Matt will be here for that, GMing that. Mm-hmm. Hope you all enjoyed the finale of Game Master's Gauntlet. Bert just... <laughs> Watching Bert GM, it's so different when you watch Bert play as like a, uh, like a player mm-hmm. on the thing, especially when it's remote. Because mm-hmm. it's like you still get like a lot of that flavor but when he's here gming and he's really just like living in the moment and he's just like really chewing up the scenery and he's like coming up with all these crazy things like that man prepares so much stuff yeah like he had like a whole list of things in the dock that he shared of like i want the pulls to be this i want the incentives to be this i want this to work like that and i'm like god damn dude like yeah okay cool i'm into this like you're really into it this makes me excited um, but it was a really, we really love fun. Bert. F- yeah, I love, we love Bert. It was a really fun finale, and they did some wild shit in that thing, <laughs> where they were like going through walls and being sucked around like different air places. It was, it was really cool. I really yeah. liked it. It was fun, and uh, getting a little bit of that Bert laugh into your day is uh, never a bad thing. So it was fun. It was fun. Um, and then tomorrow we'll be having obviously our Spy Island. Um, I guess you can kind of call it a little bit of like a season finale. And then uh, Naeem will be here to GM the Warhammer RPG. And then that will be it for regular programming. Thursday will be offline because these guys got to pack up. And we have some stuff to set up for the stream starting on Friday. And then Friday to Friday we'll be streaming every day. Uh, in Search of America Travels with Hyper, which is the official hashtag in case you missed it. Yep. Official. We're oh, headed out. Tag. We're going to be heading out on Friday. <laughs> what? Hold on. What, what is this gif of you? Wait, let me see if this is working. Oh, you know. The, <laughs> is the, this working? That was from, uh, <laughs> I don't remember what, but we went over a bump <laughs> and, and I did a late reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Pretended uh, uh, <laughs> to be rocked. <laughs> that is <laughs> <by> amazing. 
that, that's just kind of yeah. That gift just kind of sums up the whole year, really. If we're being honest with each other, yeah, I th- yeah. Twenty twenty. Zach was like, "Hold on," and I was like, "No," and I looked right at the camera and then I pretended to. Uh, you'll love to see lose it. Lose my shit. Oh God, it hurts. Uh, was it confirmed if there was a scheduled start time for streaming on Friday? The way the streaming is going to work, the goal is to be live by 2 p.m. local time. Um, so that, that you know, it, it really just depends because, like, as you guys found out from the last stream that we did going up to Seattle, you never know when you're going to get a flat tire and you're going to have to, like, derail your whole trip and things right. might happen. But the goal is to, to try to be live as close as to 2 o'clock as possible, if not earlier. Like, sometimes they might go live earlier. Uh, that's why we set up this in search, for, in search of America Discord channel so you can always find out, like, when are we going live? When are we live? When are we shutting down the stream? You know, all that stuff. Where are we? Uh, all that stuff is on Discord. So make sure you go to discord.gg slash hyperrpg. Um, go to the In Search of America channel. And that's the best way to get all the updates because I think it's going to kind of change sometimes. I, I, I don't, nobody here really knows, but 2 p.m. is going to be like, that's when we're going to try to be live every single day just so there is like a consistency, uh, a local time. So if obviously you're going to have to kind of adjust that for whatever time zone you're in. Two o'clock for you guys in the East Coast might mean it's like 11 o'clock here. So maybe just pay attention to Discord and pay attention to social media. Uh, and if you really want to know when we're going live, like the best thing you can do is to turn on your go live notification for when we actually push the stream out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll make sure to update you guys exactly of like where we're streaming from, uh, a little bit of a quick rundown of like what we're doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're already on Discord and you already follow us on socials, then you should be okay. You should be okay. Uh, that's the thing when we're doing this sort of thing and we're working in different time zones, you know, just have to kind of adapt to that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, right now the, the I, it's like slated that the stream will go until mid-November. Whatever happens, happens, and it might go longer. I don't think it's going to go shorter, though. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, yeah. And, um, I don't know how many people got a chance to see the trailer, uh, but we do have the trailer for the official event. If we want to play that, I guess. I haven't seen it. Let's yeah, watch you haven't it. seen it. So let's watch this. I probably should have just not put the music on cause it'll cut into the stream, but whatever. We'll give it a go. We'll give it a gander. Uh, I didn't make my window tall enough. It's fine. Um, here Mine's we go. Mine's too tall. Just kidding. Oh, dude, dude. I'm Zach. And I'm Malika. And we love telling stories and going on adventures around the world. But now we want to explore the country that we call home. We're going on a cross-country road trip from LA to Miami and back. And we're live streaming the entire thing from our RV and meeting up with ambassadors in every single city to share with us their experience as they go through 2020 in the crazy year that it is. It's been nuts. So come join us and see how that shapes our story as we go in search of America. Look at that guy, I know him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like on road. <laughs> oh. oh. part you didn't see was after Zach picked up Malika like that, he broke his back in five places. But yeah, that's the trailer. Uh, well, that's cool. <laughs> I, I do I do find it funny. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks. Thanks, uh, video player. I do find it funny that Zach put the uh, clip of Zach and Malika Disneyland, or as I like to call fake land, because it was all in front of our TV screen. We love to travel. We went to Disneyland. <laughs> Which um, was upstairs. Yeah. No, it was actually right here. Oh really? Yeah, we did it for Malika's birthday. That's right. Oh, you weren't well. here. You weren't here yet for that. Oh, dude. Um, but yeah, we set it up on the TV like these like looping videos of touring or walking around Disneyland and stuff for Malika's birthday. Whoa! Why the hell? I this has been happening with this video for some reason. I'm what? getting 
it's like loading. It's preloading these old ass videos. Okay? That is an old old video. Dude, you look twelve. Is that on Twitter? No, this is YouTube. This is our YouTube channel. That's on YouTube. You look like a baby. Well, I mean, at the time, <laughs> you I look was... fifteen years old, Lucas. I think I was thirty-five, judging by the shirt. <laughs> uh, it's good times. Yeah, dang. This is like when we first, moved, when you guys first went to the house. Yeah. Anyway, it's being a butt when it comes to loading. So whatever. But yeah, that's the official trailer for uh, In Search of America: Travels with Hyper. That'll be starting this week. And, this Friday. Uh, it'll be going all the way until uh, mid-November, if not longer. You never know. Do you have autoplay enabled by any chance? Yes, I do. Why? Why? Why are you asking? Um, but yeah, so that'll be that'll be a good. Actually, autoplay is not enabled. That's weird. Um, yeah, it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be wild. There's gonna be. It's just gonna be a wild and crazy time. It's it's unpredictable. I think that's like the biggest thing from just going up to Seattle. You know, like we had things that we wanted to. Well, we. We had things that we wanted to do, but it was also like very loose because like we were going to Seattle for a particular reason that wasn't really a travel reason. It was a business reason. Yeah. But we tied in, you know, wanting to really test out like what is the flow like? What is the gear like? How, mm. you know, because we ran into so many things with like all the live streaming gear uh, giving us issues in certain different parts of, you know, the day and the heat. And I want, I'm like the biggest thing I'm curious about is the weather. Right. Because it's October. We're in fall, technically. This is, yeah, it's an interesting like, time for the weather because it's, like, yeah. different everywhere. It's one of the few, like, like times of the year where di weather is, is very variant. Yeah, like, I feel like as you're going across the United States, it's going to get cooler and cooler and cooler. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Florida, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. It'll be mostly mostly warm. Yeah. but I know in L.A., in the next week, it's going to be, like, in the 90s. Mm -hmm. 90s, high 80s. Next week it's like seventies cooling off. We are having a time off. in LA right now. Yeah, with this, I'm like, with this man, weather. I'm so over this weather. Get out of here! I'm like ready to like put on a sweatshirt, and I haven't had one on since like I don't know, fucking January. I think it's been a long time. I want to feel cold. My yeah. sister said it was 95 and humid in Florida yesterday. It's always like that year round. That's why yeah. I don't go there. I went there once. I went there once in August, about three, four years ago to visit a friend for the weekend and i will never forget sitting in a restaurant with him and we're like hanging out having beers eating tacos and you know when you're like dead silent and no one's saying anything and you look at each other and we were just both pouring in sweat just mm -hmm. disgusting and we just started laughing mm -hmm. because at that point that's all you can do is just like hysterically laugh at the fact that it's like 95 degrees and 100 percent humidity and you're like i might die yeah <laughs> so here we go oh well uh, want to feel cold? Come to New York. I actually do want to come to New York in the winter. Um, quasi. I've never been to to New York. I've only uh, been to the airport, which like I don't I don't count that as anything. Um, but yeah, I would love to go to New York. I know that when we talked about the road trip in the beginning of the year, and this is like something we talked about with everybody was originally we were going to do in search of America and do the whole country mm -hmm. <clears throat> but in a month, in a month, but we possible. realized how like not practical that is. It's not really possible. No. I mean, it took us, uh, it took us 10 days to get up to Seattle and back. Yeah. So imagine doing that, you know, four or five times to get around the whole, like that's no, there's no way. So I know that, you know, potentially next year we might do the Northern part of the United States, yeah. which like it, I, Depending on what time of year we go, that's the trip I might actually go on with you guys. Um, I think for the, I think mostly for me it was like the time of year. I'm like, man, I really just like want to, you know, be here for Halloween. Mm -hmm. If I'm being honest, and also just like weather wise, I'm like, you know, I want to kind of go through the north and see like, I don't know. I, we probably still won't be able to go to Canada at that point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like experiencing the north. I don't know. For me, it's like always been a little bit more intriguing, except minus like. Uh, New Orleans. New Orleans is like the one place I really, really, really want to go. Yeah. But I'm okay with waiting and being able to go to New Orleans when I can actually like go to New Orleans and yeah. see stuff. New Orleans is definitely a world-class city. Yeah. It looks like such a really, really Love cool it place. There. It's great. Yeah. Canada's not bad if you're okay with the cold and the snow. I love cold weather and the snow. And I know it's not for everybody. Um, I was lucky enough that when I was a kid, I lived in Europe for a few years in the winter and it, it snows there in the winter. It's not as like 
cold as the east coast like mm-hmm. east coast like northern like northern uh, america the united states on the east is like a whole nother different type of like winter yeah because <laughs> i hear it's like freezing cold uh and and, and all that stuff so I, I would love to i love the winter i want to go up to canada and just go sit in, on a mountaintop forever yeah oh that would be so nice scare packages for adam is that what i heard what do you mean by that <clears throat> Banff is a place that you and I talk about a lot. I'd love to go there. I'd love to go to Banff. It's real pretty looking. Yeah, it looks really, really nice. And I've known people who have jumped into the lake yeah. that's down there. And they're like, it's freezing cold, but... But you got to do it. Yeah. I feel like if you go, you just have to make that commitment and just be like, I'm going. Our order is arriving. <sighs> it's Ooh, time to go meet Harold at the yeah. door. Harold, you lifesaver. I've it already had a like coffee today. Stuck at the other gate. Oh, jeez. I'll already, be right back. I've already had one coffee today. Uh, Zach, why are you texting me? You know I'm on camera. <laughs> Was a firmware update available? Uh, God damn it, Zach. <laughs> it's 420. Um, uh, 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 uh. I have to keep looking. Also, everyone on stream says hi. Everyone say hi to Zach. Everyone say hi. I'm going to take a picture of all you guys saying hi to Zach. Just say hi, Zach, so he knows. He's reminded. See, there you go. Come on. Let me see it. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Now we're cooking. There it is. See? See what happens? Interrupts the show. Ruins my flow, goddammit. Cheese, how are you doing today? Well, well, you know, I'm just hanging out here and having a good time, you you two idiots. You you know, uh, can't wait to see the trip. The trip looks really, really fun. And, uh, you know, how are you doing, chat room? Hope you're having a good time. Chat room, what, what, what? What kind of movies you've been watching this uh, this month? Any any new shows? Any new movies? Any scary shit? Come on, let me know. Let me know. Okay, maybe less aggressive. Maybe less aggressive. Cheese. What aggression are you talking about, man? Come on now. Okay, my bad. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, so it's gonna be fun. Uh, if you have seen the tweets, uh, there are tweets that have gone out. Um, I'm the only. F- I'm the only person in here, Emily. It's just me. He went to go get the coffee. There's nothing happening here because there's no GM. And I got this asshole. Hey, come on, man. Why are you names like that? Oh, my bad. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just me. It's just me in here. Just me. I had fun watching Halloween in the clubhouse. I'm glad. Uh, I, I So because the streams are going to be kind of weird uh once these guys gets to the east coast i don't know exactly when i'll do watch alongs with with you guys um but i i will probably end up doing them in the morning i think that's probably the most uh most convenient time uh because if i do it late at night i i honestly like don't know when that will be so if i know they're on the east coast then i know i'll be able to just say like hey at 10 o'clock pacific time in the morning we'll just do these things Oh, dude, don't don't tell Emily I got another copy. She might judge me. It's not delivery. It's the Uber. <laughs> it's the Uber. Gross. Why is Which that is delivery. Ah, bean juice. Excuse me. Okay, listen, I tried the zap check a couple days ago, and... It hasn't got me in the last couple days. Uh, Well, I, I like, put my finger through the little sippy hole and stuff, mm-hmm. and, like, poking through there, but it wasn't until I raised it and, like, tilted it and the uh, the coffee touched my lips that it did a little zap. Really? I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Shit. Zap bucks. I thought coming I was, at you. I thought I was good. It was like when the foam hit the lips. <clears throat> Weird. I wonder why. I don't know, man. <sighs> Does your brother know what time his stream goes goes uh, live on his own channel? Yeah, it fucking was, dude. It fucking zapped <laughs> Got you? Me. I just, you saw me put my finger through it, guys. That was a big one, too. Ow! <laughs> Stupid. Uh, it's good times. Oh, Zach's the RV. Zach's the RV setting stuff up. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. There's still there's still like stuff that needs to be uh, uh, set up and all this stuff. Is search in search of America? Is this a spinoff of Coming to America? No. 
Yeah. Although a good movie. Oh, it's not. Although <laughs> yeah, it's not oh, really. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Although a good movie. I gotta uh, I gotta call up Arsenio Hall and yeah, tell, that's tell right. him to uh, reassess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, it's not happening. Adam just said it's not it's not happening. Oh, uh, I love that movie. I I love that movie so much. The movie's so good. I uh, don't care much about John Landis, but the movie, I'm all about the movie. Yep. Uh, there's some great interviews with Eddie Murphy talking about the making of that movie and him and John Landis' like, relationship on set. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's oh, wild. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. They don't they don't like each other, apparently. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, because apparently he had like a huge ego, and Eddie Murphy was like, this is not happening on my set. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, yeah, that's good. Two, two big egos clashing. Yeah, exactly. And like, hey, man, it's probably a good thing to be on the opposite side of <clears throat> some people. Yeah, true. It's probably good to not be friends with some people. Yeah, right? Um, but Travels with Hyper, so the, like the, the subheading or the subtitle, Travels with Hyper, it's inspired by Travels with Charlie, which is a book or an, a journey that sh- John Steinbeck went on with his dog Charlie um, all the way around America. And he wrote a book about the experience, and, and you know, it, it's kind of a little bit of like a capsule in time as to like where our country was at that point. Uh, John Steinbeck being—is he from California? Was he born in? Um, what's, I um, truly don't know. God, what's the city? What's the city that John Steinbeck lived in? Not San Dimas. <laughs> we passed by Salinas. It. Salinas. Uh, we passed by it on the way home from the uh, the RV trip uh, from Seattle. So that's kind of where that 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 play on the title comes from. In search of America, travels with Hyper. Um, but yeah, it's going to be the journey of the crew and discovering uh, uh, kind of like what's been going on in America in the last six months and how everybody's been dealing with the pandemic and just everything that's happening: the election, the pandemic. The Black Lives Matter movement, all kinds of stuff, and just getting a little bit of an inside perspective on how different communities have been handling everything that's been going on and how their, what their outlook is on the future of the country and all kinds of stuff. And there's also going to be really fun activities. Like, I know you guys, there's some stuff lined up for mm-hmm. you guys to do certain things with certain guides and ambassadors from all the different cities. So there's going to yeah. be a lot going on. Um, he So he yeah. wrote that book. In the later part of his life, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it was, he was. It older. came out like six years before he died. Yeah, um, or it was published anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was such like an interesting time in like American history after like the automobile, because like right. at the start of his life, John Steinbeck, born in 1902. Right. I just read today about a uh, there was basically a guy um, who a very very interesting story. This man w- made like a bet at a bar mm-hmm. uh, in California that he could like take his car across America. Mm-hmm. This was in 1902. Yeah, wow. Uh, and it took him two months. Uh, he had to like basically haul his car through the mountains. Jeez. Uh, at every town, he's stopping and making repairs, and there were no mechanics, so he would have to hit up like the local blacksmith. Yeah. To make repairs on his car, and it, yeah, oh he God. eventually made it to Vermont. And it cost him thousands of dollars. That was the year that John Steinbeck was born. And then within John Steinbeck's life, he's leisurely traveling around the country with that's his dog. Insane. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that nuts? Yeah. That just like the transformation that we went through. I, I think that's what's so fascinating about like the turn of the century is you. we have so many inventions that were brought into the world in yep. the early 1900s, late 1800s, but primarily in the early 1900s. These like revolutionary things mm-hmm. where it was like, Oh, you don't have to be on a horse for, for, you know, I don't know how long it would take to cross the country on a right. horse. But imagine, you know, then being able to do that in a motorized vehicle, like something on four wheels. Yeah. You know, obviously, like back then, I, I don't even know, like, yeah, months and months and months to still do that. Yeah. And at the speed... I don't know how fast they probably went like what 30 miles an hour at yeah most? well no it was like even slower yeah. and it was funny because like it was like not only did he like pay thousands there was also like a town in Vermont that sent him a citation mm-hmm. for breaking the speed limit of six miles per hour of the town which is like <laughs> and somebody would like in the comments was like joking that it's like they didn't have radar back then yeah. so they were eyeballing yeah, it they're just like what does, <laughs> that, what does that feel hmm. like does that, does that feel like that's a little you? faster than horse walking pace <laughs> i've seen some horses in my time and goddamn that thing that thing hauling ass over there faster than a horse mail that man a citation <laughs> he's got 30 years to pay it it'll take it'll take 15 just to get to him yeah and as malika is saying in the chat uh our local blacksmith also helped our uh that's right, our RV. Our RV. Yeah. Uh, what is, what's the longest like road trip anyone's been on? Not distance, but time-wise? Time yeah, um, because I've, I've gone great distances, but it's always so fast. Yeah. 
Uh, that's a good question. Well, I, I need to look up one one of the routes, but I drove with my family from northern Italy, from Milan, all the way to Prague, and that was about 12 hours in 2001. Yeah. Probably one of those beautiful drives I've been on. Yeah. Um, going by the Alps and all these like little towns in Germany and Austria. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, yeah, that took about 12, 13 Two hours. Weeks. And then the other one was about a 23-hour drive from San Diego to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Uh, that was also a very nice drive. Yeah. But I, it definitely was one of those drives that, like, my friends and I did not plan well enough. Mm. We were like, well, let's just rotate driving constantly, and we'll just get there quicker. You you find out that once you get into Montana, and it's the southwestern part, like, we barely went through it, but, like, we, we touched a corner. Um when you're going through that at two in the morning and there's a Just thunderstorm, pitch, pitch blackness, like impossible to see. It's fucking dark. Like it's like being in the middle of space. Yeah. It's like you're floating through space. You can't see shit. And it was raining and there's a thunderstorm and it was terrifying. Yeah. And just safety wise, like it's not the best idea. Like we should have definitely stopped for one night, got a hotel, and then driven like the rest of the way. Yeah. Uh, on the way back, we ended up going. Um, we went west into. Portland and then drove all the way down south on the five and that was really great because we mm -hmm. got to stop in San Francisco kind of similar to what we did um, but those are the two longest drives I've done which is not that long I mean 23 I guess 23 hours is kind of long I don't know but there's people who've done like two week long yeah road trips yeah I think the longest I've seen in the chat so far is two weeks yeah and yeah I'm, th I'm thinking <clears throat> more like what's the like longest amount of time you spent in like a car or RV kind of thing yeah like without really um you know stopping for several days yeah um alex, those two for sure alex neat and i like several years ago would have been 2012 we drove from kansas city to los angeles oh yeah that's right in uh 24 hours did not stop except for gas wow it was that's what insane a, what a great time that's insane mm -hmm. was it in the what time of year was it it was in the summer. So it was like, like the beginning of the summer. blazing hot in some places, yeah. like yeah, bearable like, in others. It, like, it just worked out with the way that the day was. Like We left at like 5 a.m. Um, and so it was like while we were going through the desert, it was late evening or at night, overnight. Mm -hmm. So it was like cool. And, you know, while we were going through um, like the the Rockies, it was like midday. So <clears> it was like hot. Like, yeah. you know, it, was, it just kind of worked out with the way it, it was timed out. Yeah, yeah. I would love to do like <clears throat> a month long road trip, but for me, I, I would love to go up to the north, like start mm -hmm. in Seattle and then go all the way across and kind of weave in and out of certain parts of Canada and the United yeah, States. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, yeah, because I would love to go to Banff. I know that like that's a little bit farther, but I would love to just kind of like do one of these maneuvers and yeah. go through like Minnesota and then go to Toronto and then go back to like, you know, New York and <clears throat> Chicago and just like all those like surrounding um, all, all those like connecting states that connect like right to the border. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, just kind of jump around. Yeah. That's like what I really would love to do. And then maybe on the way back, I would probably find like a different route, maybe through like the Midwest or something. Yeah. Uh, kind of like the way you guys are going to the East, I would probably like would want to come back. Right. And then in a separate trip, do the South. Um, I would love to. I, I really, I've like not done enough road trips here in the United States. I've done a, sh I've done a ton of like driving trips in Europe yeah. when I lived there, but I would love to do way more here in the United States. Because I think like. It's pretty. From I've I'm from California, so I've spent majority of my life living in California. Um, there's so much stuff to like to see on the East Coast that mm. I've never. I've been dying to go to Boston, Massachusetts. I just to Massachusetts because it's like one of the oldest states in our country. Yeah, like anything historic like that. I know. I'd love to go to that area. Yeah, I want to go see all that stuff because to me, it's like it's to me, it's almost like wasteful to live in America and then to like never go see those things. Um, yeah. And I think like for, for a lot of people, you know, who live on the East coast, um, I kind of understand when people, when I talk to people in the East coast and they're like, I'm not that excited about California. I'm like, I get it. It's like fairly new. Yeah. But we still have a lot of cool historical shit to see. And we also have a lot of beautiful nature. In yeah. California I think that's too. the main thing about California that's worth seeing is like, yeah. dude, it's insane out here. The, yeah. the beach, the, it's the very ocean, pretty. uh, the, uh, the desert, the yeah. mountains, 
I think that's kind of the nice thing about California is you have the opportunity to kind of get all of those things. Mm. You have like, yeah, beautiful mountains. You have the, you know. Redwoods, sequoias. Yeah, exactly. The beaches and all, all kinds of stuff out here, which I yeah. think that's what I really appreciated and, and loved seeing when we went up to Seattle was yeah. just like the amount of trees, the amount of mountains, but then also like the ocean. It was nice to get a little bit of all of that stuff. It was yeah. really, really cool. And then, I mean, like the, the Spanish history in, in uh, yeah. California is really interesting. Also, yeah. the, na- the native history. Like San Diego's a very historic town. That's There's a lot of cool history in San Diego. So, yeah, um, yeah it's just kind of a little less, uh, little less European. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and I think a big reason, another big reason why people get so turned off by coming to the West Coast is the traffic. Mm-hmm. Which I get, but I feel like if you're gonna if you're if you're coming to California, you're not really coming to, like you'll come to LA to see it because it's like Hollywood. But really, I'm like you should go to Yosemite. You like you should go to like other parts. You should go see the redwoods. You should yeah. go, you know, totally. San Francisco. You should go to Mammoth. You should go do all these other things. I'm like Hollywood's cool, I guess. I don't know, but it's yeah. like it's way more fun to watch it in movies than it is to like walk through it. Unless you have, I think, like when we did Cookie Quest. And we had very specific places to like highlight why these places are cool. Yeah. Where's this little dude? Is he like nudging his? Okay. No, he's just uh, he's just whining for attention. Oh, piggy wiggy. Don't make eye contact. Don't don't breathe. Don't look at him. Is he over here? Can you see him? He's like right behind. No, you can't see him. He's right behind me. I'm just gonna ignore him. Pretend he's uh, not here. Maybe. Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything. Um. I would love to, and I know, I think Uberbaldi is like one of the only people that I know who's done this, who's taken the Amtrak train across yeah. the United States to Washington. That is something I would love. Yeah, that to would be do. really cool. Get one of those uh, Amtrak like cars that has like the bed. Yeah. Oh my God. But that is definitely something that I feel like you'd need because you're on somebody else's time. Yeah. Right? You're like, you're on Amtrak's time. Right. You gotta, you gotta, if you wanna like stop somewhere, you have to be very much aware of the fact that like, you know, you have to be back by a certain time, otherwise you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Um, but I, but I would love to. Uh, I'd I think love that to makes it kind of fun. Like yeah. You got your, you, you can really schedule out your time mm-hmm. because it's not really your time. Yeah, I love taking the Amtrak. I used to take it all the time to San Diego, and it's just like a very. It's nice to be able to like let somebody else do all the driving for you, mm-hmm. and it's in some sense you get like a really you can really enjoy the scenery. I feel like yeah. Amtrak is currently offering two for one on some sleeper cars. Ooh, I actually did just get an email from Amtrak asking me to complete a survey of like, do you feel safe traveling at this time on Amtrak? And I kind of don't know how to like answer them Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I'd love to. It'd be really cool. But also, I don't know how I feel about that, Um, especially like Amtrak, if if it travels across the United States like that. Yeah. And there's... You know, it goes into states that don't require masks and all these things. I'm like, how is Amtrak able to, like, enforce that? Yeah. Because are you going to have snotty, snooty people who are like, well, our state doesn't require masks, so I shouldn't have to wear one. It's like, well, fuck you. You're getting on the Amtrak train. I like, Deal with it. I wonder, like, when would I ever in my life have the time to do this kind of fun trip, though? Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, that's the, that's the big thing. It's like, you really have to plan that out, and you have mm. to, like, make a commitment of, like, well... There goes all my vacation time that I don't have. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, also, the Wi-Fi is non-existent. So if you still need access to the internet, sometimes it can be stressful. Nah. If I'm, going, if I'm doing that kind of a trip, I don't need, I don't need to be on Twitter. Yeah. I just want to enjoy the scenery. When you are retired. Malika, I'll be lucky enough if I make it to 40. We're not. So. N- none, of us, none of us under 35 are retiring ever. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be dead before I retire. So <laughs> I guess we're doing it never. But I I think like if we if we went back to Europe, which is crazy, we actually just like celebrated our second like anniversary of going on that trip to Europe. Yeah. But if we ever did that again, my friends and I, when we went a couple years before, we rented a van in Austria and we drove the van from Austria to Prague. It was such an awesome ride. Um, I think we would have a lot of fun if we rented a van oh, and we yeah. like drove around Europe. <clears throat> oh, Adam really making fun. Emily upset. Emily always gets upset when I tell her I'm going to die in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing new. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to our relationship. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it would be a lot of fun. Actually, I want to I want to take Emily to Europe and I would love to get like the Eurorail pass or rent a car and just like mm-hmm. spend a month traveling through Europe because 
uh, everything's so much close. Well, I shouldn't say everything is so much closer, but it is way closer because Europe is way smaller than the United States. So uh, it would be really, really fun. I, Can you um, take Malika too? Malika, Malika, I'd live here with you guys. At some point, I need I need my one on one time. I'll take Kaiju though. Kaiju would have fun. Kaiju would be a great person to go with. <laughs> I uh, I really really enjoyed the the train ride though from uh, from Berlin to Prague. I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say from from where were you from Scotland Ireland? Oh, have God. you told that story on screen? Oh, I've told it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know that train ride because I was not conscious. That's true. It's uh, true. But I mean, like, the, I'm not taking the chat. Room. The train through like the that countryside was really really cool. And yeah. some, so mm-hmm. sometimes it's nice for some, you know, a conductor to be driving you places. Yeah. When we when we uh, did that Europe trip, the biggest mistake that we made was we didn't reserve seats. So like we didn't. Okay, I don't speak. I don't. Well, no, we were in Hungary, so I don't speak Hungarian. So I have no clue. I speak Czech. That's the only language I can help you with. Yeah, uh, it's the only way I can help you. Otherwise, like I, I'm also I also don't know the other languages. So we went to Hungary, and uh, we took a train from Budapest back to Prague, and we didn't reserve seats, and we didn't know that was a thing because like here you take the Amtrak, you just buy a ticket, and you just take whatever seats open. So we had people starting to show up, and they were like, "Oh, you're in my seat," and I'm like, "What? What the hell do you mean? I'm in your seat? What? I didn't really didn't even know you had to reserve it." We ended up standing for three out of the five hours, three and a half, Damn. from the ride from Budapest all the way to Prague. It was not fun, and it was hot as shit on that train. Were you guys the only ones standing, or were there? No, other there people? was a lot of other travelers who were standing. That were so, like, "Oops, didn't know you needed yeah. to reserve." So, fun tip: if you book a train anywhere in Europe. Reserve your seats. It's literally like three dollars more. It's yeah. like comp- it's so cheap. Um, so definitely reserve the seats so you don't have to get up, <laughs> or you don't. You know, you have actual seat. That's wild. <clears throat> I don't know all the languages. Yeah. See. See. So I can I can get my way. I can um, get around in in Czech and a little bit, a little bit in Italy, but uh, the rest I was like, oh, I had no idea this was a thing. Now I feel stupid. So you know, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> calling this guy over. Do you um, see? Uh, Do you see this news that I posted? Oh yeah, let me see this. I did not. <laughs> and look, anytime that there's an opportunity to to I'm, now that I can do this, yeah. I'm gonna do this. Please. So the first poster for uh, Jujutsu was revealed. This is a new movie starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> this is so photoshopped. <laughs> it's also it, it doesn't it doesn't even look like a photo. It looks like a still from the movie. It does. Like it looks like a still from a moving picture. And it also looks like what? it's got the uh, like neat video um, like uh, preset on it. Yeah. <laughs> like they they smooth out everyone's faces. Yeah. Uh, so this movie, Frank Grillo. Um, oh it's boy. about an ancient order of expert jujitsu fighters facing alien invaders in a battle for Earth every six years. Cage's character and his team of jujitsu fighters band together to defeat the Brax, the alien leader. De- to defeat Brax, the alien leader. As I'm reading this, that's that's just Mortal Kombat. That's like <laughs> that's literally fucking Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Except Mortal Kombat's like every like <clears throat> is a hundred years or. 50 years, I think. Oh, my uh, God, dude. That's <laughs> wild. Yeah, right, Fadier? Um, also, why is he holding a sword? That's not jujitsu. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the guy's holding like a samurai sword. Did you Hold on a second. <clears throat> did you see the movie uh, Color from Space, I think it's called? It's a new Nicolas Cage movie uh, that's been out. It's on Shudder, but I think it's been on other streaming services. I don't know why. I keep seeing the cover show up on like ads and like the Blu-rays on sale and this and this and this. Has anybody seen this movie, Color Out of Space? Has anybody seen this movie and is it good? Color Out of Space. Is it good? Oh, that's that Nicolas Cage movie, right? Yes. I've heard uh, that it was good. Is he making fun of me? <laughs> no, I'm not. I didn't know this was a, uh, a That Nicolas movie is Cage bonkers, movie. but I liked it. I okay. heard it was really good. Wait, um, Zach saw it? Oh, was that the movie that Zach and Malika, is that the movie you guys watched that you stopped watching like 20 minutes into it? Or is that something else? I can't remember. Someone someone telling telling me it was good. This is amazing. The audience rating summary is like all five or all one stars. There's like oh, nothing geez. in between. Um, 
so this Nicolas Cage movie, mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty excited for it. I think this <laughs> looks pretty amazing. <laughs> I love. Go back to the poster. What does it say? It says something amazing. Oh, on it. let me let me uh, uh, let me let me load. Let me cue you up. Can here. we go to the jujitsu IMDb page? <laughs> God. Oh yeah, it says like from Dimitri Logothetis, director of Kickboxer Retaliation. <laughs> it says that on the poster right there. <coughs> Isn't that just a Mortal Kombat movie? Also, no, Kickboxer oh, was no, a G.I. Jean- Joe retaliation. Kickboxer was a Jean Claude Van Damme movie, which it looks like this was. Oh, yeah, that was in like the early '90s. But oh, it looks like the, this retaliation movie has Jean Claude Van Damme in it. Are you serious? And it has yeah. Mike Tyson is in it. What? Wait. It's got good audience scores. Wait a second. They put Jean-Claude Van Damme and Mike Tyson in a boxing movie together, a uh-huh. kickboxing movie together? It's got pretty good audience scores. That said, it's got, I mean, it's got good Rotten Tomato <laughs> audience scores. That said, there's only 13 reviews. Oh, okay. Uh, so that kind of skews it. You know, it's like, hey, contact. all of my buddies that are film reviewers, watch my movie. <laughs> That's uh, amazing. But um, uh, it's also got the uh, Bjornsson guy, the mountain guy, whatever his name is. Um, Wait, Jiu-Jitsu? No, kickboxer. Oh, kickboxer retaliation. I'm still, I'm still like from the director of this sequel that is 28 years after the first one. Did you know that John or not John Van Damme, Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Jackie Chan are in a movie together? It's no. like coming out on Blu-ray soon. It's like a historical piece. I forget what the movie is called, but apparently, like their roles are very small in it, and there's like a huge fight scene that they have, and yeah. that's kind of the extent of the whole movie. And the the lead actor in it is uh, Jason Fleming, the guy who played uh, Azazel in X Men. First class. Oh, Iron Mask. That's the one. Yeah. It's this crazy movie with Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they have like a fight scene in this whole movie, or like in part of the movie. And apparently that's like the extent of their role in yeah. the movie. And I'm like, oh. Huh. So this is just like an interna- international production who was able to book Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan, and it's some like weird period piece. And I'm like, why are all these weird movies coming out? What, I'm, what is this? I'm, what? A, I'm turning into a fan of Nicolas Cage because this movie makes no sense to me. <laughs> it makes no it makes no sense to me why he would do this. I'm a big fan of Nicolas Cage making movies that don't make no goddamn sense. But I like to well, I like to think that I if I were like a rich famous actor hey, who's kind of like bored. I don't know, but he's he's being quiet, so we're gonna let him. If I were like a rich and famous actor that were like pretty bored, and someone came to me with this pitch, I would be like. Yes, that sounds awesome and stupid. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, I'm so into dumb. I like to think that he's having fun uh, with some of these B movies that he's doing. Yeah, I, I don't know, Vash. I have, I have no clue. I have no. I do not pay any attention to uh, celebrity uh, financial stuff. But that does sound about right. I remember something, something Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, some financial stuff. I also know he owns. He may not own it anymore, but at one point he owned. Action Comics number one, which is like the original, original, original Superman comic book. Um, he yeah. Used, he used to have it, I think. I think he sold it at auction or something like that. But, uh... <clears throat> Welcome. Thank you for oh, that. Oh, Neha. Prime sub. Neha. Thanks for that. Welcome. Thanks for that subscription. Hope you're um, stay. Yeah, but I mean, you, you get to a certain point where, like... <clears throat> Your life, regardless of uh, maybe maybe you're broke, but your life yeah. is just probably pretty easy. Yeah. Um, you know, he has a very famous family. I I don't think yeah. this man is uh, gonna he's gonna be all right, guys. Uh, and you know, you get to a, you get into a certain status of of being a uh, a list mm-hmm. slash B list celebrity. He's that, a Coppola for yeah. people who didn't know. Yeah, he's Francis. He's Francis he's Ford Coppola's nephew. nephew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get to a certain status of like, hi, I'm Nicolas Cage, and people will give you things. So yeah. he's he's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I like to think he's having mm-hmm. a lot of fun with these. Um, can you go to the IMDb page for this? Oh yeah, I dude. just I want to show you some of the photos that because I was getting oh my I, god for jujitsu yes. or for the uh, other one for jujitsu. Okay, I'm like there you go. Merry Christmas. Very interesting. Okay, scroll through some of these photos. I want you to see what he looks like on set. Oh, dude. First of all, so cool. <laughs> like, this guy's hair is just out of control. USA home and auto insurance, just in case. A, uh, AD, maybe? A, I also love that... What is this? Yeah, there's a lot of ads on IMDb. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Thank you that gift sub. Oh, thank you so much. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um... Look at this man's style, though. Look at look, this, look at this belt buckle. My look at God. His, look at his sunglasses, dude. This guy is Tony Stark on set right That's now. That's right. 
Uh, I love that this is a movie with like real stunt performers that are like really, really good at their job, and then Nicolas Cage is the lead. <laughs> and it's like this guy is going to be like <laughs> – there's going to be people doing flips around yeah. him, doing real jujitsu moves, and then Nicolas Cage is like we're supposed to believe that he's the most ultimate fighter of all of them. Oh, there's the director. Producer-director Dimitri Logothetis. Logothetis? Sounds Greek. Yeah. Uh, Fr- and Frank Grillo is in it. Frank Grillo is always a fun time. Yeah. Frank Grillo was in the Cap Cap movies. He was in... Um, Rumblo. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. he was also in... Uh, 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 I'm blanking right now. Don't blank, Lucas. Yeah, so, I mean, it, I'm sure this movie will be very fun. Yeah. But, you know, it's always it's always a fun time seeing Nicolas Cage do these types of movies um, that are just like... I, I think I still think to this day, my favorite Nicolas Cage movie, it's either going to be Face Off... We're gone in 60 seconds. Yeah. Those are probably, like, my favorites. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think, like, what else? There's probably other ones, but, like, off the top of my head, like, right now, those are the two that I think are, like, yeah. really, really fun and really good. I like him a lot in uh, Kick-Ass. I think he oh, plays yeah. a really awesome character. Big Daddy? He's, yeah, he's Big really Daddy, amazing right? in uh, Raising Arizona. He's, like... A, oh, yeah, that's he's true. He's, like, obviously proved himself as a good actor, but yeah. now it's just, like, whatever. I'll, I'll do any script. Send me your script, college kids. I'll do... I'll be in your your... Short film. Oh my god, dude! Just go into his IMDb. He's been in so much. Oh, I know he's stuff. been in so much. He just doesn't stop. Speaking of uh, Godfather, did you know that they like the Francis Ford Coppola went back and he did a brand new edit of the Godfather Part Three? No, it's called the Godfather Coda. Uh, Godfather Coda: The Death of Michael Corleone, and it's like a new edit of Part Three. I've seen part three like once. Yeah. I don't remember what the hell that movie is about. I've seen the first one probably the most, and that's not even that much. Like, yeah, I don't watch the Godfather movies on repeat. Um, I remember watching Godfather part three and just being kind of like, meh, whatever. But I think it's fascinating that we like doing, we're doing this a lot where we're having directors go back and like do recuts of their old movies. Mm. And I guess it's cool. I don't know. I like, how do you, how do you feel about director's cuts of movies or producer's cuts of movies? Like, I think they're fun to experiment with, but I, I hate when people watch them. They're like, oh, this replaces the old one. I'm like, no, yeah. it's just like it's additive. It's yeah, more of that. I usually like them. I usually see why it wasn't the theatrical mm. version, yeah. too, because it's, it's typically like it's it's like this is sort of we kind of like word vomited. You know, we just kind of we kind of vomited out the movie. Right. And then b- before the final edit, before the very, very like polished uh, streamlined edit. This is this not was wrong. my take. Yeah, you're not wrong. The Blade Runner uh, director's cut is da- is good. Mm-hmm. Is very good. Yeah, and I think like for me, it, it really depends on the movie. If I'm being totally honest, yeah. like there's some movies where I'm like, oh, I'd love to see a director's cut, or if I know that there's like some like some um, production issues or whatever, yeah. there's like some disagreements, and then like X amount of years later, the studio's like, you know what? Let's like bring in this director and let him do his thing. And I'm like, okay, I'm interested in it. Yeah. Um, I know like 16 years ago, they brought back Donner to do super, his version of Superman 2, and he uses like screen test footage and unfinished stuff, and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm in for it. But like I, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan when we do these like additional cuts and then it's like, yeah, we're, this is, this is the new version of that movie. Like, right. F- forget the old one. And I'm like, well, you can't. Yeah. Cause the theatrical, whatever the theatrical version is like, that's what people see in the theater. That's what people remember. Yeah. So I think they're fun, like extra things. Um, but I, I like, I don't know, like complete the replacements unless the previous version is like completely destroyed and we have like no evidence of its existence. Then yeah. I think that's well, different. Like, like the Lord of the Rings director's cuts just feel like, uh, a collection of as many scenes as possible from yeah. like I'm just trying to do like a literal actual interpretation of the book mm-hmm. uh, whereas the theatrical version feels like a really really good adaptation <clears throat> you mean you don't want to sit down and watch four and a half hours of Lord of the Rings it's just like some of these scenes I'm like okay this makes sense in a book for context but I don't need it in a movie yeah um, <clears throat> it's, yeah it's, it's, it's a little too much I've still to this day never watched the extended cuts of the Lord of the Rings and I know that we have people in our chat room who are big Lord of the Rings fans. Yeah. and uh, I know. I, I get a lot of flack for what I just said. Yeah. Like he's already given it. And, I, and I, would love to, I would love to know how many people have actually sat down and spent 13, uh, let's see, what is that, four times, three, 12. So like 14 hours watching the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I don't. I will, I will do it eventually. But I'm like, good God. Yeah. That's 
insane. Like, that's so much watching of one particular thing. They're fun. Like, they're a good, like, yeah. day waster if yeah. you've got the time. Yeah, and I think, like, because people always kind of give me grief that they're like, you haven't watched the extended cuts? And I'm like, dude, I could finish a whole season of, like, Hill House. Yeah. And I'm like, do I want to watch a full season of a show or do mm-hmm. I want to watch three damn movies? Right. Uh, you kind of, you got to be picky choosy at that point of, like, what's what's prioritize? Yeah. I, I think they're cool um, in that there's not a scene in there that I dislike. Yeah. It's just like it's 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 almost a different medium entirely to yeah. be like, I'm making this five hours long. There's scenes in here that aren't super important to the story, but they, you know, they were from the book and they, they provide this tiny bit of context because movies are trying to tell you a beginning, middle, and end story as quickly as possible yeah. so that you can get in and get out. So it's kind of just like a... Um, it's like a different it's it's like putting a book on screen. Yeah. So it's just kind of like a different medium it feels like almost. When I heard Zack Snyder was doing his like cut of Justice League and that it's going to be four and a half hours long, I was like, "Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to watch a four I love the Justice League. Yeah. I do not want to watch a four and a half hour movie. Yeah. Like that's 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 so long. When it gets into that when it gets into that area, it's like we need to call this something else because yeah. this is not like a movie. Yeah, this is like a, so this an, is an eight act you know, epic or something. Exactly. Shit. So when they announced it, like, oh, we're gonna split into four parts and it's gonna be a, a like a mini series. I'm like, okay, I'm on board with that. Yeah. If every episode is four is one hour long, makes much more sense. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. Makes much more sense because you know, we'll, we'll consume in like a series format. We'll yeah. consume like twelve hours at a time sometimes. Oh, you easily. Know? But if I got to sit there and like for four and a half hours straight and watch it's one, one thing, story with one yeah. overarching plot, that's insane. Which like. I guess that's like the unique thing about that is that it kind of will be, yeah. but I'm curious to see like how it's divided up. Right. Because it is, it, it was one movie that's like being told in four right. hours. But like with a series, you have your subplots exactly. that like take Lead you that, towards. Yeah. You got thing. like little yeah. legs that like prop up like, uh, like miniature stories within your big story. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it's not going to be a four hour movie. They, they announced at DC fandom that it's going to be a four part mini series. So it'll be one hour episodes. Uh, they didn't say if it was going to be all released at once or if it was going to be every week. But if it's yeah. every week, I'm, I'm also okay with that. I mean, whatever, it's fine. Um, they might release like the first, kind of like what they did with Raised by Wolves, where it was the first three, I think people said, and then it was like one one or two a week. They probably might do that, where they do like the first two, and then you can watch you know, the third and fourth one the following couple of weeks Yeah. Uh, after that. But yeah, so... We went on a completely different tangent from talking from Nicolas Cage to Jiu-Jitsu, the Godfather. Anyway. Jiu-Jitsu is on its way. <laughs> I don't know how we just did that for the last hour, but uh, we did. It's going to be dropping November 20th. Is it, uh, I'm assuming, streaming? Yeah. Did it, did it say where? I don't think so. No? Uh, it just says on the poster, coming to streaming <clears throat> November 20th or some shit. We're going to have to watch that, Let me see if I can that, find that everybody. poster again. I uh, hope you're uh, ready, because we're going to have to watch that. It's going to be a good old time, and I can't wait. Uh, did I see the trailer for the 355? I have not. Um, I just saw the poster, and the poster looked really, really cool. I believe Jessica Chastain is in that movie. Jessica, Jessica Chastain, Lupita Nyong'o, um, Diane Kruger, and is that everyone? There, I think there's one other actress who's in that movie. Uh, I haven't seen it, though. Um, but I will watch it, and I will give you my thoughts. And I'll let you know what I think about it. But... Uh, Coming up next, we're going to be doing, we're going to be finishing our script read-through of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Cameron will be joining us, and then Matt will be here to GM the finale of Balboa Cantrip Academy. That's right. So stick around. We've got a real jam-packed fun day. Don't go anywhere, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't. Don't leave. Uh, in the next five minutes, you have some work to do. I'm going to give you a task. I want you to go to twitter.com slash hyper underscore RPG. Go to the pinned tweet, and I want you to retweet it. Go do that right now. I'm giving you five minutes. Go. I'll get started.